Alamo, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahamas. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go to Jamaica off the Florida Keys? There's a place called Kokomo. That's where you wanna go to get away from it all. Harrison <laughs> loves Bodies this. Bodies in the sand. I don't remember any of these words. Tropical drinks melting in, in your hand. With the rhythm of the steel drum band. Is your head okay? Look at me. Sasnation, you have no idea what just happened. Maya and I were just sitting here enjoying singing Kokomo by the Beach Boys from 1984. On the deck. On the deck in Palm Springs again. (laughs) Next thing we know, there's some sort of a problem with the dogs. A kerfuffle, a ruckus. Next thing we know, the headphones are off sideways. They jerk, he jerked your headphones right off your head. (laughs) That's a great way to start. I love it. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. How was your week? My week was good. Definitely the highlight was last night when I got to meet a turkey named Ricky. Was it a wild turkey or a <laughs> Yeah, boss? yeah, yeah. What? How did you know his name? Well, because he, we went, it was our anniversary, oh. our six years. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And so we went out to our restaurant that we don't own. That made it sound like we own a restaurant. <laughs> Um, and we were eating dinner and then there comes a turkey. You were were, outside. We were outside. Yeah. And I said, and the waiter goes, oh yeah, that's Ricky. (laughs) He's a regular. He, it's kind of sad. He's by himself. He told me the whole story of of Ricky and how it used to be a bunch of turkeys Uh and they would, first of all, they can fly. Who knew? Turkeys. Right. They can fly. I was aware. They don't look like they could fly. They don't. So anyways, I guess he used to have a gander of turkey friends oh, and is that family. What a, a group is called? Is it called yeah, a gander? Yeah, see how much I learned? And they would all go up in the... That's what they do is they go up in the tree and they watch for predators. Uh. Well, Ricky, who knows what happened? Everyone left Ricky there. He's by himself. <laughs> oh, no. So he's like slowly walking up the little curve and then I could just see him over the hill. And then I go, oh, and he goes, no, he's fine. I don't know. Ricky just likes to be by himself. I I always think seeing a turkey is good luck. Like, you know, we love turkeys. Oh, then so. I must be the luckiest bitch around. Because <laughs> I see those damn things all the time. Well, then you are the luckiest bitch around. Nice. Do you want to explain to everybody why we were singing Kokomo? Well, yeah, because as you can hear, we're on location. And we are in... Kokomo? 
Kokomo, everyone. We are on location on the, at the ocean. Um, I just saw some dolphins go by. I've seen some seagulls try to steal my bread. There's an ocean breeze that's very audible. Lieutenant Mitch Buchanan just ran by. Yes. There's we, a, did you know there's a local brewery that has an October, a Hasselhoff Oktoberfest? And the can is an illustration of him shirtless with later clothing on. That is, that's everything of the sort. If I was a drinking girl, I might, in fact, I might just have to buy the can. <laughs> just buy a can off of someone that just drank it. Right. Um, it's Captain Mitch Buchanan if he were just wearing lederhosen. Well, yep. At the end, we'll do the recap. Got a new episode to recap for you guys. And it goes really well with our on location at the ocean here today. <laughs> I... I had a week where it was fine, but last month, okay, so do you ever look at your credit card statement and you're like, oh, fraudulent charge, and then you have to go through the whole rigmarole of, like, canceling, blah, blah, blah? So, I've never discovered it that way, but yes, it is a pain in the butt. Oh, I look every day. So Ooh. I know. And I get alerts. So I get alerts, too. I was looking and last month a charge for Pandora subscription showed up and I was like hmm. first of all I would never pay for Pandora mm -hmm. second of all I don't even have a Pandora account anymore mm -hmm. so I I had to cancel my card because somebody couldn't afford Pandora <laughs> couldn't afford Pandora and wanted it so bad they wanted to steal it I said to Tyler who stole my credit card number a suburban 57-year-old woman? Also, like, okay, there's a lot of things wrong with this. Number one, don't steal something where there's a recurring monthly charge. <laughs> Tip number one. <laughs> Tip number two. Yeah. Pandora is what you're stealing with this card number? <laughs> so then I went through the whole thing. I changed everything. I got the new card. Guess what showed up again this month? No. Yes. With the new card number. And I called my company and I was like, for the love of God, I don't want Pandora. I never signed up for Pandora. And they're like, oh, what the card companies do now is they automatically push it to the new card, any subscription. Oh, right. So, that makes sense. And I was like, even in the case of fraud, how nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I had to go through, I had to cancel my card again for the second month in a row. I'm getting a new card. Hold on, I'm going to catch a wave real quick. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm back. Sorry. I love it. I love it. Surfing. That's a very cute tankini you have on right now. <laughs> Thank you. Because I don't know if everybody knows this. Sauce Nation, Amy has 3,000 swimsuits. I have a lot of swimming suits. How many do you think? You know what I should do? I should do a video tutorial, uh, tour of my swimsuits. Please do, because you have a swimsuit caddy. I have a, yeah. It's supposed to be for shoes, and there are about three suits per hole. <laughs> pouch is it a hole or it's a, a pouch yeah a clear pouch so you can tell and it's like here's my boating suit here's my yeah well the thing is my mom wants to get you know argue with me about this all the time she keeps saying if i get another swimsuit and then she doesn't finish it i'm like what <laughs> am i grounded okay because i wear swimsuits a lot and swimsuits are like any other piece of clothing uh-huh and like do you want to wear the same outfit every day i mean Yes, we have been wearing the same outfits every day from in quarantine. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not always in the mood for the Jessica Simpson 
tribal <laughs> one piece. Right. I might want to put on my somersault one shoulder that I just got. You never know. I like it. I want I want you to do the swimsuit tour. I've also always loved swimsuits. <laughs> I just love them. Amy, they make this me is, happy. This is how few swimsuits I've had in my life. I can name every single no. swimsuit. Yes. I know one of your suits. What is it? It's the one that we all got. Remember, we all went to TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. And I can just picture the pattern of it. It was a one piece. We used to go to TJ Maxx and pick up a suit. Mm-hmm. I can remember some of Melissa's swimsuits. That's how much I love swimsuits. Because <laughs> she would get so tan. My sister Melissa? Yes. Yes. She still gets very tan. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. She has a cute one that I like right now where it's a bikini and it has like a fringed top. But it's like a fringe that doesn't go straight across. It kind of like, it's a dippy fringe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's cute. Um, yeah, there's a swimsuit that I used to have from Abercrombie and Fitch that was like what? a triangle bikini. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. When did you have this? I was 19, 20. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's the only time you do can... Do we have any pictures of this? I do. I will I will okay. send you. You're going to need to send me some of these. The only sunburn I've ever had in my life, I got in that suit when I sat out all day long drinking bootleggers with my friend Rachel. Oh, my God. On the 4th of July. Okay, in, that sounds nice. In the backyard. And I was like, oh, this is what this feels like. Yeah. I, yeah, it was weird. And then... What color was the suit? It was blue and like a purple, like a kind of a slight... Not tone on tone. Maybe it was blue and green. It was like blue and another color, and it was a pattern. And it wasn't quite... It was kind of reminiscent of a floral, but like an abstracted floral. Wow. Yes. Nice work. String bikini. Nice work. Yeah. So, what are you doing about... Okay, this is my thing right now. I'm looking for the perfect peacoat. Mm-hmm. I had a peacoat that I had, I think, for like 15 years. And I finally, two years ago, got rid of it. And I've been looking. It was a Sarah Jessica Parker peacoat. Wow. When, no, because it was from the cheap store that she had a line called Bitten by oh, Sarah yes, Jessica yes, yes, Parker. Yes. What was the name of that store? It was like Harvey and Bob or... Oh, Stephen Berry's. Stephen Berry's. <laughs> Stephen Berry's. Which I never knew what Stephen Berry's was, except for my relatives from Illinois. Shout out to Leslie. Whoa, whoa. She listens to us every day. Yeah. Every day. Hi, Leslie. Um, she worked at Stephen Berry's, and I always thought it was, assumed it was a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got this jacket for $5, and it was like a swing short peacoat that had like a cross wrap thing. It was very chic cost me five dollars i kept it for like 15 fucking years that thing fell apart and it, a tear came down my <sighs> eye and i should have kept it there's nothing worse than something that was so great that's just gone and so there's nothing like that it, there's a lot of capes and i've tried the cape and le- i just need arms i need sleeves okay the cape doesn't work it looks like i'm a ladybug or some sort <laughs> of object. it doesn't work and then there's the trench style. It's too long for me. I don't like that. I like a shorter. I know. Classic. And then the classic peacoat, I feel like I need a little room. So this is what you need to do. I'm sorry to tell you the bad news. You're going to need to go to a mall. A big mall. I don't okay. think I can do that right now. Then I don't know what to say because what's going to happen is coats you have to try on. I looked for this coat last year. Yeah. I went to a mall. I okay. went through every coat at Macy's because I did purchase. Oh, they do have a good coat department i purchased a more than i wanted to pay for coat got it 
at home, put it on. I was like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Returned it, looked at every coat in Macy's, mm. went to every other thing in the mall. I was like, the coat I want doesn't exist. I might have to describe it to a seamstress. Oh, man. And have them make it. Have your mom make it. Oh, <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> is that the ocean I hear? Yeah, it is. Maya, I'm going to go catch another wave really quick. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I wiped out. I hate that song. I know it's terrible. Um, what are you doing for? Because I feel like we don't even need fall clothes. Oh, I'll tell you what We're I not did. Going I tell you what I did to shop for a new fall coat. What'd you do? Pulled out the camping stuff. Okay. From about four years ago when I did the camp out with the little girls. Yeah. Found a mysterious bag. Opened it. Holy fucking shit guess what was in there the jacket i've been looking for for four years one of my favorite 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 little thin target jackets that i loved so much that i immediately when i realized it was lost went and bought the army green one you guys have seen me in it almost every week i love it i found it and it's a light gray so i have a new jacket that you already had yeah and in the also in the bag so apparently it was like a rain gear type of situation of a bag I had bought Warren these like fancy for biking in the rain, like oh. coat and pants. And like, it wasn't too long ago that he was like, have you ever seen that thing you got? No, there it was. <laughs> in your own, in the mystery bag. Oh my God, yes, <clears throat> loved it. I love that. So that's your, that's what you're doing for fall clothes. <laughs> yeah. Finding old shit laying around yeah. your house. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know because I guess I don't really care what I wear right now. Me All neither. I'm focusing on is my house. Yeah, me too. I'm focusing on like you, I don't know, since the studio, the day bed in the studio. Yeah. Inspired me. Yeah. To get Is there a siren? <laughs> the police are are coming to get someone. <laughs> They're coming to get us. Probably. It's getting closer. <laughs> this is we could have done such a telenovela. Listen, can, it's Sunday. It's too early for crime. Just let's take a break. Well, it's probably not even a serious crime because we are in the suburbs. It's probably actually an ambulance because we oh, North, right. North Memorial yes, is yes, right over yes, there. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I hope everyone's okay. Okay. Me too. So, um, it sounds like we're on a on a Law & Order episode. We are. That's what I'm saying. Gung, gung. When is Ice-T going to show up? <laughs> I want him here right now. He can sit on this bench. <laughs> so, you hear that, Ice-T? That's, you can come sit on this bench anytime you want. Oh, is that him? He's coming. <laughs> yes. Ice T and who else? There's another guy that's. Oh, did you know he, I heard him recently talk about how he got the name Ice T. Tell. He, his real name's Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison was so shocked. He, he had a. He just did a spit, a barf take. <laughs> a barf take. His real name is Tracy and he said that doesn't fly. He, I think he, I believe he said that that's doesn't fly in the hood. So yeah, that would, okay. People called him T or Trey. And then he was so cool. He was ice cold. I bet. Um, he, they used to call him. I forgot the ice part. It was elaborate, and then they just shortened to ice tea. So it wasn't because his favorite beverage is iced tea. <laughs> it is not. Oh, okay, well. Um, and something about Ice Cube. No. What about him? I, th- I thought. What was he, his name? What's his name? No, his name is Ice Cube. So what's his real name? 
Odell, I think. Johnson. So that doesn't fit. Or- O'Shea. O'Shea. Yeah. Do you like his son? He's an actor. Yeah, he was amazing in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, and he was just in another thing. What was he in? What's the movie that was in that everyone watched? Okay, you're going to have to be a little more... <laughs> because everybody's watching every movie right now. Uh, never mind. I can't even... There's no way I'm going to be able to recall this. There's so much distractions right now. I'm, I'm feeling very dis- very distracted. Um, I have some politics items that I think you'll be really interested in. And it's not the dumpster fire going on. They're fun politics items. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Amy. Yes. The kid from the Mighty Ducks. What? Who's from here? The kid that plays Gordon, whatever, whoever Emilio Estevez was supposed to be. He played him as a child. He misses that shot in the opening scene in the movie. Okay. This kid. Yeah. Child actor. Okay. Just announced he's running for president. (sighs) What? He's a billionaire. When? He's now going to run? Yes. He's just now going to run. How? And he admitted, he's like, I'm probably not going to win. But we need a third party, he said. What's the party? The Mighty Ducks party? Because I'm sick of the Mighty Ducks. (laughs) He did say ducks. No. 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 I hate the Mighty Ducks. Ducks fly together or something like that. No. (laughs) I hate the Mighty Ducks. I can't believe it's rearing its ugly head. Amy, it was filmed in the New Hope Ice I know. I went there with my mom. She let me skip school to be an extra (laughs) in the audience. And we... (laughs) And we sat there all day while they refilmed the same scene. And we had to pretend we were cheering. I'm probably in the movie, Maya. <laughs> Still don't like the movie. Oh, my God. We just wanted to see Emilio Estevez. But you know what the good thing was? They fed us. They fed us muffins. <laughs> do you remember McGlynn's Bakery, Maya? I do. The muffins. Those special muffins. They had those. They also had those muffins at Good Company, which was a local TV we show. We were together. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, this is what your mom said. We used to go a lot. Maya, that shirt is not going to do. You don't know how to be on TV. Oh, I know how to be on yeah. TV. She's always doing Marcia this. Marsha wore, like, the brightest shirt. And, of course, when you watch it in the audience, she sticks right out. Yeah, She didn't know what she was talking she about. She did. And you know what they made that day? I'll remember it to this day. No, what? They made a watermelon out of ice cream. Yes, I remember that, too. That was there. <laughs> I remember. Then we tried to make it, and it didn't turn it out. It did not work. <laughs> but, yes. And remember Steve and Sharon? Aww. Good Company, if you don't know, was a local, like, daytime show. Yes. Where it was, it was like a t- daytime talk show, but, yeah. like, local and kind of just generic. Well, for anyone that lives in Minnesota, its current version is called Twin Cities Live. And it stars Elizabeth Reeves and the hilarious Steve Patterson. And so that's a reiteration of that show. But yes, good company. My mom was very much always letting me skip school to go to these things. And also they always serve McGlynn's bakery muffins. Well, so this guy's running and he apparently is a billionaire and made his money on Bitcoin, which I don't know how anybody makes money on Bitcoin. Don't talk to me about blockchain. No. I don't know about it. I don't want to know about cryptocurrency. No. So apparently he's a billionaire, supposedly. And his third party is fly with ducks. Like, we all fly together as ducks. How old is this guy? I don't know, but he was a, I was going to say toddler. He oh, was, he was in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, so he's he was, probably about our age. He's a little bit younger, because weren't you in high school at that point or junior high? I don't know, but don't you have to be 35 to be president? Okay, fair enough. Yes, that's true. <laughs> okay, so he has to be at least 35. He is, but he, uh, yeah, his name is Brock 
Pierce. Sounds like a president. You should look up his hat because it's like a, it's a funny, his logo's funny. It's got a lightning bolt, a shiny metallic blue lightning bolt. Uh-oh. Harrison's going to rip those right <laughs> off your head again. You might have to take, we might have to take these cans oh, off. Oh, yeah, why are we still in our cans? I don't know. Oh, God, I can breathe. Um, but I have a su- special segment where we're going to have to put them back on later, so keep them close. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're not going to vote for Brock Pierce, is that what you're saying? No, because I hate the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> But I do have another update on who is the most exciting coming up person. He's the new Barack Obama. Holy moly. The dogs have just seen something and they've just ran into the ocean. Okay, go Maya. (laughs) So, did you know, you know how there's going to be a shortage of poll workers because it's usually all... Um, retired people and six fifty-five plus yeah. that work the polls okay. and are very engaged. Yeah. And so all of those people, because of coronavirus, aren't going to be working the polls and you know to preserve their health. Okay. And so polling places are going to be drastically reduced, and it's going to make it harder for people to vote. Now, okay. did you know you only have to be sixteen to be a poll worker? It's a paid job. It's seventeen dollars an hour. Okay. You get training. Okay. And you can be a youth poll worker. That's great. In Minnesota. I looked it and up. none of these kids are going to school, so they might as well do that. This might save our democracy, young people. We need your help. We need your health. I think They're the ones that have coronavirus. <laughs> well, that's actually... Just so you know. <laughs> oh, God. That's a bad idea. <laughs> what are we going to do? I say keep the old people there. <laughs> Amy. Mask up. <laughs> Mask up, back up. They I'm worried for them. I don't think they're going to do it. I thought I had solved a problem. I don't... Well, maybe. I don't know, Maya. Anyway, if, you, if you're if you a young person and you feel like participating in democracy, but you're not old enough to vote yet, you can be a poll worker. Um, I think that sounds cool. Do you have any other politics news? Um, yes. Kay. There is a guy. We, we're going to have to put our cans back on. There's a controversial... City council meeting in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh God, I was just in Nebraska. And this man brought up a very controversial topic we're gonna listen to right now. Okay. I'm gonna play a clip for you. All right, I'm ready. Are you ready for this? I think so, but I don't know what I'm ready. I don't know what's happening, but I think. Here we go. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. (laughs) He goes on to talk about how, first of all, Boneless chicken wings are not wings. They don't even come from the wing of the bird. They come from the breast. Also, they're just chicken tenders. You know what? I am so on board with this. (laughs) I hate boneless chicken wings. They're not wings. (laughs) Just like he says. Preach. Nuggets. They're nuggets. They're nuggets. Or tenders. And I'm sorry, but they don't taste as good. No. Well, okay, I'm going to take that back. I don't like wings at all. Oh, I like wings, and the, but I do not like boneless wings. Well, he suggested some alternatives. He suggested wet tenders. 
Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> saucy nugs. Oh! <laughs> I like saucy nugs. Or trash. Oh. <laughs> now, what is this guy? He's just a guy, and it turns out he's actually the son of a guy on the city council, but he's gone viral with this oh, rant. Oh, I love this. So Buffalo Wild Wings replied, replied to him and said that they wholeheartedly disagree with him, but they are impressed with his passion about chicken and that... They're going to continue to call them boneless wings. That's so funny. So they they received some advertising. Yes. uh, Out of this. Yeah. All the chicken people are happy. (laughs) Wow. I love that guy. I love him too. And he, somebody laughed in the audience of the city council (laughs) meeting and he turned and he said, excuse me, come on. This is serious. Oh my gosh. He'd had it. He's had it with chicken. He's like, this is a lie that we all have been telling ourselves. It's a lie that we've been perpetrating and telling children. It is. It's chicken nuggets. <laughs> it is totally chicken nuggets. <gasps> Remember when we were younger and we would go, okay, so McDonald's had two shapes of chicken nuggets, oval and boot shaped. Yes. And I remember going to the McDonald's with you one time and you said to the woman, I'll have a six piece chicken <laughs> McNugget and don't give me any of those boot shaped ones. <laughs> I want all oval ones. <laughs> What did she say? She looked at you weird. And uh, then you, she gave you all, she didn't give you any boot shaped ones. She didn't? No. You awesome. demanded. Yeah. You're like, they don't taste the same. You told her <laughs> right to her face. They don't taste the same. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. I did some fun stuff. <laughs> That's all the politics that I okay, have. Okay, well, I will bring up the rear of the politics talk with mm-hmm. the most exciting thing ever. We have our new person to get excited about in the Democratic Party. Okay. He is the grandson, the yes. only grandson, uh-huh. of JFK. Not JFK Jr., JFK, the one and only. Okay. His name is John Bouvier Kennedy Jack Schlossberg. Okay. So he goes by Jack. He uh, was born in 1993. He's the youngest child and only son of Caroline. How old is he? 15? 1993. How old is that He's now? in his 20s. Oh, okay. Um, he is the only son to Caroline and the only grandson of JFK, who was the 35th president of the United States of America. He graduated from Yale in 2015, entered Harvard Law School in the fall of 17, and Harvard Business School in the fall of 18. Um, let's see. He was born in New York City. He went to some... Oh, in eighth grade, he founded Relight New York, a nonprofit, to install compact fluorescent lights in low-income housing developments. Okay. He was elected by his class to make the speech at the commencement ceremony. Okay. He focused on a degree in history and Japanese history. He wrote for the Yale Daily News and Yale Herald. He received EMT training... Okay. And worked a summer job removing toxic waste from polluted sites in Massachusetts. He entered Harvard Law. Okay, yada, yada, yada. And he's worked for the U.S. Department of State and Suntory Holdings, a Japanese brewing, distilling, and beverage company. Is he handsome? Yes. <laughs> he is. Looks like he's got a bright future in Maya, politics. Maya, what do you think? Are you so excited? Does he even want to be in politics? It sounds like he wants to be in the beverage industry. No, Maya, he's helping. He says he's not 
ruling it out at this time, yeah. but right now he really wants to focus on public service. Perfect answer to become president someday. <laughs> Is it not? Yeah, it's pretty good. So, what about the Kennedy curse? Ah, this is what my husband said when I revealed this to him. Yes. I said, good news. And then he was like, ooh. Wrap that kid in bubble wrap. I was like, what? And he said, I'm just worried now about him. What do we think about the Kennedy curse? Well, one of them died while playing football and skiing at the same time. Oh, jeez. He ran into a tree. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty weird. Okay, Maya, if you could have one mystery that's like... An age-old mystery. If you could know the answer. Yeah. The true answer to uh-huh. one thing. Uh-huh. What would it be? Hmm. I know it's hard to put you on the spot. One th- I only get one You get thing. one big mystery. It could be anything. Anything. I mean, I hope you choose one of the big important ones, but you could. it could be <laughs> like, whatever happened to that? My tennis jacket. Never found it. <laughs> what? I just recently found mine, like, when we moved to this house. Never found my tennis jacket. That was, like, 12 years ago. I'm pretty sure. Anyone that went to AHS, if you know anything, this can be our mystery to solve. Maya, we can solve this mystery. My parents had mine at their house, and it was, like, in an attic crawl space. No, mine was, I was wearing it at school. I think what happened is, you know eyewitness testimonies are horseshit. But what I think happened is I left it in a class... And then someone took it and never gave it back. But it has your name on it. That's what you said then, and that's what you're saying now. And I understand, Maya, but what else? And this is what I said then, and I'm going to say now. What's the other excuse? Was it in the lost and found? No. Was it my favorite jacket ever? Yes. Oh, we should have it recreated. Oh, we can. I I have mine. We could take it into uh, All-Star Sports. Yeah. Aww. Oh, I loved that thing. I think we should... It was so comfy, remember? You could wear it with, like, jean cutoffs. I could be wearing it today. I'm wearing jean cutoffs. It's a pullover. That's my only, like, qualm with it, is I don't love a pullover. I like a zip-up. But, yeah, I loved that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, if you have Amy's tennis jacket out there, no questions asked. That's not the mystery that I want to solve, though, Maya. (laughs) We're going to have Sauce Nation help us solve that one. I mean... What's your mystery? What is my mystery... I, I mean, you have choices like alien stuff, you can pick JFK stuff, you could pick Marilyn Monroe, although I've already solved that mystery before in a previous episode. Um, you could pick... I don't think there's anything where I'm like, I guess aliens, but or Bigfoot, but I think that that's not a thing. Um, it's probably been bears this entire time. But... I'm trying to think of something that's like a burning... It's just like, killing just you? Can't, I'm like, oh, I wish I knew the answer to that. Um, I can't think of a single thing right now. I maybe I'll get back to you on that one because okay, don't, yeah, get back to me. Do you have a mystery that is like you're dying to know what happened? Mine. Ooh, well that's gonna be oh, is there a god or a devil, and is there life after? I'm gonna go with what what life happens a- after you die. Ooh, that's a good one. I was gonna go with <laughs> Amelia Earhart, but. <laughs> In the light of this new development, <laughs> that seems like a lot more exciting. I like the Amelia Earhart. I really want to know. I really want to know what happened to Amelia Earhart because I'm really, I was really obsessed with that story. Yeah. I don't know why it really just hit different for me. It's been a burning question I've had in my mind. Every few years, 
new evidence pops up of her like living a happy life in an island somewhere. I feel like they're always finding bones on an island and they're like, it's Amelia Earhart. Well, they brought pictures. Did you see those recent photos? No. There's like photos of her. But it's also like black and white old timey <laughs> photos. And it's like, yeah, I mean, they're like, yeah, her leg to hip ratio is similar. Like of a person on an island. Of like her doing stuff somewhere. Oh, they're taking the photos and then matching it up to the bones. No, they're taking the photos. They have her bones? <laughs> I, get, they, I feel like they keep finding bones, different sets of are bones. Are you telling me that? Are we breaking news on this podcast? No, I'm just saying they keep oh. finding different sets of bones oh, on different islands. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. it's Amelia Earhart. No, they haven't found her bones. If they do, I want to be the first one to know. <laughs> they're going to call you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited to know. I want to be the first one to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um i have some music a music report for you cool i mean it's not it's actually a concert report too all right cue the music uh-uh. um burning man as you know every year thousands descend upon the playa Yes. For burn, the Burning Man Festival. Yes. And Burning Man people, I'm sorry if I'm not getting some of the terminology right. I know nothing about it. Anywho, it's not for me. It's for me. <laughs> Why it's is it? big time for me. Why would you like Burning oh, Man? Oh, man. You kidding me? I would love it. It's I would so... go find myself Diplo, and I would be like <laughs> parked by Diplo for the whole time. He really goes hard for Burning Man. <laughs> It's just so cool, Maya. An alternate universe, currency of different types. Okay. You offer things for things. Yeah. It's the desert. There's nobody around. You feel like you're in a different country planet. Everybody's all messed up. It's great. <laughs> I want to go there so bad. And then they burn shit at the end. Yeah. And there's art, crazy weird art. You're maybe talking me into it. It's like the dustiness of it and the randomness You'd of it. You'd be coughing a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. So Burning Man this year is virtual. Have you heard this? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so done with virtual everything. Amy, there's eight universes that you can explore. Some of them are VR. Some of them you can just use on your phone. Uh, no. You don't like this? No. Why not? Because, first of all, Burning Man, the whole point of it is that you have to make this this like pilgrimage to go there. Yeah. And get there. And then what happens in Burning Man isn't supposed to be photographed. It's not supposed to be shared. It's supposed to be like an entirely immersive experience. So now it's going to be on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. And then you can download plans to make your tiny at-home Burning Man that you can also burn. No, this is so sad. <laughs> I'm so depressed now. I'm going to end it. No. I'm going to take that We're pinwheel, pinwheel stick and I'm going to stake it through me. <laughs> And I'm going to be stuck to this chair. No. Like a 70s show. In my white shirt, there's going to be blood. Over Burning Man? <laughs> Over virtual Burning Man. That's terrible. Um, I can't believe the Burning Man people would want to do this. Well, here's the thing. There's a pandemic going on. And they're trying to be responsible. How about they just not do it then? Amy, the Burning Man people need Burning Man. I don't think they want to do virtual Burning Man. I think people are doing it. <sighs> I'm going to have to talk to Diplo about this. <laughs> I already spent a lot of time with him on late night on his um, 
live streaming his DJ session. So well, you should ask him. Send him a note. I'm gonna send him DM a DM. Him. He D- he DMs back. Well, you should DM him and say, "Are you doing virtual Burning Man this year?" I'm gonna find out. Talk me into it. I'm gonna find out. This might be your chance to spend Burning Man with Diplo. <laughs> <laughs> this might be your opportunity. Oh my gosh! Also, if you don't know who Diplo is, it's just just Google it. He's awesome. Tyler, do you know who Diplo is? He's ah. kind of like Tyler. He's, I think Diplo and producer Tyler would be really good pals. I think so, too. Because have you seen some of Diplo's country western, like, gear? I have not. Oh, he wears the, like, most pimped out, like, country western, embellished. He has, like, full suits of this stuff. I love it. He's great. <laughs> Thumbs up for Diplo. Yes. Approved. He has a baby he didn't get to meet yet because of coronavirus. <laughs> oh, no. That's so sad. Maybe he met it now. I don't know. <laughs> can't remember if it's a girl or a boy. We don't have to have these cans on anymore. Oh. Okay. So that was the concert report. Oh, I got to follow up with last week because you you shamed me for not watching. You you know whose birthday it just was. (laughs) It wasn't yours. No, it was Keanu Reeves' 50th birthday. Oh, yeah. So everything was like... Literally, The Matrix was on yesterday. Okay. Bill and Ted was on yesterday. Okay. Um, the so Lake what did House? you do in your house to celebrate Keanu's birthday? Well, we watched Bill and Ted. The new one? Face the Music, yes. <gasps> Maya, let's hear it. Let's get the review from the number one fan herself. We watched it on our TV, which was sort of disappointing. Okay. But it was okay. Okay. Um, Tyler fell asleep about a half an hour into it. Okay. Which is pretty normal for him it's not it doesn't it's not a reflection upon the movie okay okay. he was just tired okay did we watch it on a friday night was that our mistake oh yeah that's why you fell asleep why because fridays are really tired yeah okay yeah we're both really tired on a friday and then we just shut down like robots (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) we power down um i watched it and this is what i love about this movie okay first of all the girls that play the women that play the daughters yeah perfect Amazing. Okay. Especially the one that plays Ted's daughter. They're great. Is Ted the blonde? No, he's the... Keanu? Yeah. Okay. Um, she's very Ted. And then they brought back some old favorites. They brought back Missy Mom and the cop dad and Death. I'm going to say something. What? It's going to be shocking for you. Please hold on. <laughs> Please hold I, on to you're your You're not going to say what I think you're about to say. I've never seen <gasps> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> My God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Maya, because you loved it so much, I felt like I had seen it. <laughs> well, I don't me, even know what it's about. Let me tell you, this movie, I like cried at the end of it, and I'll tell you why. Aww. It's the whole thing is basically... There are several themes. And one of the themes is when you reach middle age, have you reached your potential? Are you the best that you can be? Have you created your life in a way that you are the best you you can be? And Bill and Ted are going through this. And I was like, this is like real life. Everybody's going through this now. And then one of the other themes is with all of the separations that we have and all of the disagreements and all of the conflict 
music is like a thing that people, even though you don't have different political views, you can like the same music. You can, music yes. is a thing that yes. like bridges. And yes. also playing music is a very, yes can be a spiritual experience. And the idea that like music would bring everyone together. But it's uh. not just music. It's sort of like, how do we build these bridges between people because we've become so um, embroiled in conflict is the part of everyday life disagreements separated divided how do you bridge that it's not just about music bridge like how do we make things that wow. will bridge that gap it had a lot of it was very powerful maya it sounds great how many ticket stubs do you give it out of five five <gasps> i want to watch this now i give it a five well you might have to watch the first one you can skip the second one. Oh, there's three yes oh boy the second one is called bill and ted's bogus journey which oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Renamed, it was originally, originally going to be called Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Oh. Yeah, and they're like, you can't name a movie that. Oh, yeah. A PG-13 movie, you can't name it that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maya, I'm excited to see this. That makes me happy. And they filmed this. They had to have filmed it before coronavirus yes. and before George Floyd and all the uprising. Yes. So some of the things I'm watching now, it's so weird to watch them and then... You have to sort of sometimes look back and go, this was made before what we're going through right now, and yet it's so pertinent. Oh, it's also, there's also a theme in there about marriage, and, like, when you marry someone, they're maybe a different person than they are now, and, like, how do you navigate that? There's all sorts of Oh, my God, I love this. I'm telling you. It's delightful. It's charming. Five ticket stubs out of five ticket stubs. All right. Very good. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> you did your homework. You did it Thank well. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I listened to a really interesting podcast and I was doing some gardening yesterday and I learned that I did something really good as a parent. What? And I didn't even know I was doing it, but I did it. <laughs> and I'm really happy. Did good I accidentally did a good parenting thing. <laughs> what? So when my son was little. Yes. I... Like, he was full, like, 50s range of, like, going outside and playing. He, like, did the thing like we did. Full 50s? Like, he was, like, a 50s kid. Okay. Like, literally gone in the day. Like, we had walkie-talkies at one point, and I could just find out his location. That's adorable. Otherwise, he would be gone. Yeah. With his little friends in the neighborhood. Yeah. And, like, just had a really kick-ass childhood. Part feral. Yes. And at the time, that was just what we did. Yes. It was just like a normal thing. And I was always like, I was always happy about it. But I didn't really think about it. But then I listened to this podcast and it was this amazing guy on Dax, this doctor, really smart guy, who said that what happened between the 80s and the 90s, kind of like we grew up that way, but then something happened in the 90s where... We were fully free range. Yeah, we were. And then in the 90s, I guess... Things changed, and this helicopter parenting really like went into full bore. Yeah, as in my sister was kind of this way, helicopter parented, right? And they were saying that like that is there's a direct link between like the anxiety and depression rates mm. in young adults mm. because they never had danger and they never had um, to navigate any danger. Okay, if this makes sense. Yeah. So like for example, Austin. I mean, one day I was like, what did you guys do? And he's like, oh, we got some pop at the gun range. <laughs> I mean, there was a gun range not too far from our house. Yeah. And the kids would, there was a pop machine. 
<laughs> and they thought it was so fun to go there with their little quarters. They would like look around and find money. Yeah. Like they'd spend time in each house finding like coins and then they'd go have like soda. Cute. And most people would be like, you let your kids go to the gun range, but it's like, well, it's not like they were running around in the shooting area. Right. They were just, but I guess this guy's point was that you have to, kids have to have unsupervised time. Sure. If they don't have unsupervised time, there are crucial things that they miss out on. Oh, I would think that like problem solving would be, they would be doing less problem solving. They yes. would be do, doing less self-directed activities and less self-organizing. Like this is what the, that pond hockey movie was talking about. Once children's sports became more and more and more organized, they had less time to self-organized pond hockey games amongst themselves and that's like teaches them really yes. important organizational oh there's the chipmunk organizational <laughs> gracie's going nuts um skills but not an adult directing it exactly it's working as a group exactly to accomplish a task and yes. form sort of this self-directed activity yes another good example is austin was He's always been a leader. He's a kind of a quiet leader. Like, he's a kid that'd be like, well, I'm going to go play football, and everyone just goes with. Yeah. Um, but, for example, there was a time where it was, there was a mean older brother. Classic, right? Mean older brother comes out. There's a mean kid. Okay, it's a mean family, okay? We have the mean older brother and then the bratty kid. Now you look back and you go, I'm sure these kids were going through a rough time. Sure. But that's neither here nor there. So Austin and his friends are playing. One of his friends isn't so athletic, but is, like, one of his best friends. Yeah. And is always playing with them. Well, then, this mean older brother, like, pushed Austin's pal. Oh, no. And then, like, knocked him down or something, and he got, like, a bloody nose. Ugh. And Austin had to take care of this. He had to take care of business. And he had to hit the kid. He had to punch him to get him off of his friend. And this is an older kid. Yeah. And Austin ended up, this older kid had glasses, and Austin, the kid's glasses broke. Then the dad wants to know what happened to his kid's glasses. Yeah. Uh, well, your kid was beating up on kids younger than him. Yeah. So, I mean, just this whole scenario, I wasn't aware of any of this, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I hear this later. This is our dinner time conversation. What happened Wait, today? Like, years later or just later No, that, that day. day. Okay. Like, he would tell me what happened the day, and it was always something like this. And it was so, I mean, some of the cutest things, like there's a pond by our old townhouse neighborhood that literally the kids named Candy Corn Pond. <laughs> Because it's shaped like a candy corn, and my husband and I, like, love it. And every time we drive by, we so want to, like, make a sign at night and then come at night and put it. Candy corn pond. Yeah, but it's just, like, this idea of them being able to explore their world. Yeah. And then this guy was saying, like, there was this weird thing that was happening with, like, all of a sudden parents were being shamed. And there was even a woman, like, arrested because she, like, let her kid... Walk to the park. ...be or, alone or yeah. whatever. And then, so then it was obviously criminalized. And then also, like... It just became this thing where it's like, oh, but it's dangerous. There's kidnappers. And the guy was like, you have, like, not a good chance of getting kidnapped. Yeah. And you have not a good chance of being molested, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, the risk versus benefit of letting your kids just go out. Do you know what the age is that you can let your kid walk to the park and not be arrested? No. But this guy on the 
this doctor says that eight years old. Yeah. He said at eight years old, a child is able to function on their own. I was going to say nine seems like. Yeah. And he did say, he did say like, that's like the average, but he goes, obviously, like he said, his daughter, she's eight and she, her barrier to, so he has, they live in New York city and he does these things where he's like, I want you to like walk to the store, like these little tests. Right. But then he said one time she got lost. Yeah. And then. She had a phone or something, so it's not a big deal, right? Right. And she called, and he said, why didn't you ask somebody, you know, for help? And she's like, she's too shy. Yeah. So then he's like, she's not ready because she's too shy. She she would never ask for help, which is not good. Right. And then Dax was saying, and I did the same thing with my kids whenever they were young. I was like, if you ever need help or you're somewhere or something's happening, go find um, a mom. A mom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like... A mom with kids. Yeah. I was, and I would tell my son when he was littler, I would say, whoever has a stroller. Yes. I want you to go up and grab the stroller. Yeah. Like if he doesn't know anything else. But anyway. Because the problem with stranger danger is that then you're isolated. They learn no one's going to be, no one's going to help you. Exactly. Don't talk to strangers. Exactly. They have to learn how to talk to strangers and listen to their instincts and figure out. You know, that's how you learn about people is talking to people, a bunch of different weirdos. Exactly. And you get those feelings, you know, like when I used to ride public transportation, Uh I could tell you instantly who was mentally ill when they came on. And who was maybe not a good idea to be by because they might get They might freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or also just talk to me the entire time and I didn't want to be talked to. Yeah. I mean, it's just like... It's just so interesting. And now Austin is at college. He, I, I'm reading all these things on these parent, the parent post. The heartbreaking things about their kids aren't making friends or then the moms are trying to do this thing where they're like, here's my daughter's no, number. I'm no, going to tell my daughter no, to come and get your daughter. No. It's really, and then somebody else wrote like, did you know, is everyone aware that our kids haven't eaten in two weeks? And like, I'm like, what? <laughs> well, because there's not a lot of options. It's basically like, and so then I'm what? like, Austin, have you had, tr-? and the lines are too long and all this stuff. So I text Austin, how's it going with food? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, <laughs> have you eaten? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, have you had any issues getting food or anything? He's like, no. And so like <laughs> seeing the posts that I see yeah. versus talking to Austin yeah, is like, Yesterday, he's like, hey, mom. And he's like FaceTiming me, showing me like his groceries he got. And I'm like, where did you get that? The convenience store. He's like, oh, no, I found a grocery store. It's just like you raised a all he has is a bike. And he's like out doing this stuff. He's like, I've almost landed an Ollie. Better late than never. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at that point, this is so this is like adult training wheels trying to figure out how to go to the grocery store, how to buy groceries, how to budget money, how to you know, just a res- like baby responsibilities that totally. everybody should know. And if somebody's going to do that for you, you're never, yeah, you're and I was disaster. like that. So my mom, you know, I was like that. I was that sheltered kid that didn't have any free reign and I had free reign growing up. But then once I became a teenager, it was like, I had that weird lifestyle where it was like my sister and I, for example, it was so interesting thinking about my sister because They say that at eight years, it starts over. So, like, I've always felt like an only child, and I identify with only child, like, descriptors. Mm -hmm. 
And later on, I found out that if you're eight years apart, it's basically like you're an only child. Or if you have an... So, Melissa and I, I would be... I'm technically the middle. Right. But Rena's nine years older than And she was I out am. of the house. And so, when I was eight years old, she graduated from high school and went to college. And exactly. And so, I have middle child stuff, but also, I was oldest child for yes. many years. Yes. So... Yeah. So, that's kind of like me, too. So, there's, like, almost this cutoff of, child, like, your different childhoods. Yeah. And, like, my sister's childhood, so different than mine. You know? But, like... I mean, I was thinking the other night about my sister and my mom is going to, you know, at some point sell her house and how my sister, she's like, you know, a little sad and this and that. And like, I was thinking my sister's only lived in two places, like from zero to 18. Yeah. And I lived in eight. Wow. We drove past your old house the other day, the one I used to bike to. Oh my God. Do you want to know a funny story about that house? (laughs) (laughs) I told Tyler about your neighbor's car the crumbs the baby yeah, the baby we can say it now no one crumbs. knows who they are um the baby getting into the car and like crashing into our fence yeah <laughs> my dad screaming at them <laughs> he was two and he drove the car into our fence and my dad was so pissed um yes there may or may not have been a couple of dead bodies hauled out of the house <laughs> there may or may not have been a day where i had a notebook sitting on the couch counting garbage bags that came out when they like the authorities took over those poor children yeah i don't know what they're doing now but i should google them um okay so the other one time we wanted to show warren my old house that old house in new hope yeah and so we drove there and it was like me i think probably my sister my mom and maybe the wells were there so we go by and i'm like we have to and i'm like my swing my swing is there Because my dad built this swing for me. Aww. Okay? So, (laughs) I jump out of the car because I'm having one of those car... I'm having one of those... Did you have a nuts ...leaf bag. Yes, I had a nuts look in my eye. (laughs) I jump out of the car. I run across the street and into the yard. I jump on my swing. I start swinging as hard as I can. No one's probably been on the swing in about 20 years. Amy. The rope... No. The rope underneath on the one side just like... Like it was like it was done, and so the thing went across. It like hit me. I had a I have a scar somewhere, and then I was like, oh my god! And then so I ran. So I jump off and I run back to the car and say, go go hit it hit it. They're all laughing so hard they're dying. I'm peeing my pants. Then I decide it would be so funny to call my dad and tell him that can he go and fix the swing because I broke it. My dad is like totally doesn't know what's going on he doesn't know what swing he doesn't remember building a swing it was so funny oh god i love oh. the thing the time you have between the, when you get the nuts look in your eye and when you take action is a very small sliver <laughs> and so it no one knows what's going on in that moment but then when the thing starts to happen you're yeah. like this is happening yeah yeah uh, that's hilarious yeah i love that yeah um Maya, do you want to know what you can do if you ever, like, if you need some self-care? You don't have a lot of time or money. You just want to have a little self-care moment. Okay. Go get yourself a super car wash. I do this often. How good does it feel to go in a car wash and just sit there and let the colorful suds wash over you and have your music? Oh, well, I don't do that type. I go and I get out of my car and they do an inside and out Oh, yeah. Well, that's nice. But I'm saying this 
again back to the immersive experiences that you want the suds. You want it to be like blah, 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 I need blah, the suds. Blah, blah. I need my music. <laughs> and Tyler likes that kind. You know, back in the day, just gonna give a hot tip. Not a bad place to smoke a joint. Just gonna say it. <laughs> just gonna say it. I may or may not have heard of someone ever doing this. Allegedly. No one can see you. The only <laughs> problem that everyone fears that's ever tried this, so I've heard, is that what if, this is when the paranoia is kicking in, what if someone saw you and they're going in and then they are ready to meet you, the cops are waiting, and then you have to roll your window <laughs> That has never These happened things, to anyone ever. I know, but that's what you think of when you're from the suburbs. Those are your problems. All right, so tip of the week. Tip of the week. Super car wash. Go get a car wash and just let those suds wash over you. Yeah. I have some approved denieds. Do you, do you have a few? Do you have items? Do you have All more? I have is the um, season three, episode eight, Princess of Tides. Baywatch. Oh, Baywatch. <laughs> Yeah. I'm strapping in. Okay. So, just so you know, on Hulu is where I'm consuming all of this Baywatch. <laughs> Hulu has done us a solid and categorized episodes in the following categories. Okay. Best rescues. <gasps> Too Hoff to handle. Oh, my God. And mystery solved. Okay. I love that they categorize these. Yes. What did so you pick from? I was in the mood for too half to handle this morning when I was trying to do this. And then I found, what did I find? Season three, episode eight, Princess of Tides. Here's the synopsis. Okay. A thrilling muscle boat competition is the backdrop for a whirlwind romance between Mitch and a beautiful woman he doesn't know is both a princess and the target of an assassination plot. So over the top. This is this aired in November the second of nineteen ninety two. What's a muscle boat? Oh, muscle boat. You have seen these douches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> muscle boats are like these long. Sometimes I think we call them cigarette boats. Does that ring a bell for you? No. Okay, they're super long. They're like a jet boat. They're for racing. Okay. And yeah, they're just basically racing boats essentially. They're oh, really, so it's like a race. Yes. So, first thing I notice is now we're getting into the hot people. The opening <laughs> credits feature Nicole Eggert. Yes. I forgot she was on this show. I know, Maya. Charles David Charvet. He's there. David Charvet. Is you he the blonde one? No, he's brown hair. You would know him if you saw him. Okay. He married Brooke Burke Charvet. Parker Stevenson, is he still on? He's the one you could Oh, remember. yeah. No, he's gone. Okay. Uh, Pamela Denise Anderson shows up and... Damn, is she hot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Beautiful. And then Kelly Slater? Oh, he. I remember him being on a few episodes. What? The surfer. He was in the... Op yeah. Okay. Well, first thing I noticed was the first commercial break, I was served ads for the... <laughs> what? Tell me. For... Tell me. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> the HPV vaccine <laughs> and Tangeray. It's a great combo. HPV vaccine, vaccine. First the HPV vaccine and then Tanqueray. Tanqueray and ta Tanqueray Just, gin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool, I thought. What's happening? Pretty on brand. What's happening on the beach right now? Oh, it's Mitch Buchanan <laughs> <laughs> his speedboat. Don't worry. Oh, no. Um, okay, first thing we see. <laughs> Are we going to be able to do this? 
Yeah, we're fine. Okay. First thing we see, this will be going along good with the speedboat stuff. Here, let me do this so I can hear you. First thing that we see is we see beautiful Pam Anderson kayaking in her prime. Yeah. On the ocean. Yeah. Then we see the race boats coming. For some reason, CJ, a.k.a. Pamela Denise Anderson, is kayaking right in the line of the race. Okay. Race. So the opponents almost kill, quote-unquote, CJ. Okay. They speed by her. She falls over, just like in the last episode. <laughs> then we There's have... one writer that's like, yeah. I know what we can do. We put a woman... Right on a on a on a water toy. Yes, and then someone speeds by and she falls in the water. And he pitches this every week. Yes, like, yes, yes. Barry, we did that last yes. week. He's like, if it and works. now we're on episode three, so it's like, okay, well, we didn't do it since one episode season one, <laughs> so we're in season three now. So okay. So anyways, instead of Hasselhoff just continuing to go, I mean, CJ's a GD lifeguard, right? Right. She's got those two flotation devices. <laughs> We just she's, pointed at boobs. She's good, okay? <laughs> no, Hasselhoff is going to do the right thing and goes, I need to go back and check on her. So he goes back to check on Pam Anderson. Why do you think he needed to check on her? Because this guy just sped by. She fell in the water. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Apparently it's dangerous to fall in the water. So <laughs> maybe he's learned his lesson from the murder in season one. I don't know. <laughs> so then he goes to her and she says, he says, are you okay? And she goes, yeah, just go win this thing, Okay. Well, of course he doesn't win because now he's... Wait, are they in a kayak race? No, they're in their speedboat race and Pam is just happily kayaking and doesn't realize she's in the line of the race. Wait, does Hoff... Is Hoff participating in the race? Yes. Okay, and he okay. even has a helmet that says Mitch no, on the front. No. Okay. So he goes back to check on her and then, of course, he loses the race to this rich family, right? That are all wearing, like, three-piece suits and, like weird stuff on, on the, the beach. beach yeah <laughs> so then the guy Hasselhoff's like hey you almost killed her back there and then this isn't fair we need a rematch because you like this is whatever and then the guy says this great line and he has an accent of course they all have like undeniable undefinable accents like British slash I don't know what kind he of says, like kind of like Catherine Hepburn you're yes. like where's she from he says, it's not my fault you're a more dedicated life bar- lifeguard than a race boat driver. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny. Sick burn. Yeah. Sick burn. Yeah. So then, next thing you know, you have a yacht, and she's part of the family of the racers. And she's a princess. And she's like, please take me to the beach. I'm bored. Oh, That's no. how she talks. Oh, no. It's so weird. And... She's like, I just want to try a hot dog. And then her dad says, you would not like hot dogs better than pheasant. Like, it's so over the top, all the, like... By the way, like, are rich people eating a lot of pheasant? Because... Apparently. I think that's, like, an 18... Like, a 1400 This is thing. what this show is. And then, like, on the yacht, like I said, everyone's wearing, like, three-piece suits. Whatever. So, eventually, the princess gets so sick of it that she jumps off the yacht. No. They are so far from shore. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Like, you can see the shore is so far away. So, of course, this dumbass can't swim all the way to the shore. So then, guess who has to save her? Mitch. Mitch Buchanan. Hoff. Enter the Hoff. Enter the Hoff. Now, a slight pause here. To go back and watch something where, like, facial plastic surgery and veneers weren't a thing and, like, hair extensions weren't a thing. Right. 
it's like she has a slight mustache, this princess. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like she has a slight mustache. And it's like she's supposed to be a hot princess. So anyway, she's Princess Catherine, but when she meets Hasselhoff, she just says her name's Kathy. Oh, no. Yeah. And then they go to hot dogs. They have Venice Beach. They do all this stuff. Mitch Buchanan, they fall in love. Isn't she wet? Like, did she have a change of clothes? Oh, you don't know this. She tried to trade her solid gold bracelet at a beach shack stand for a little beach dress. (laughs) And Mitch Buchanan comes running up and goes, I'll pay for that. And the thing was going to be $8 for total. Didn't he, didn't he, wasn't that a red flag for him? Like, this person doesn't, uh, doesn't know how money works. Uh, and- by the way, everything he asked her, she totally changed the subject. <laughs> but Mitch doesn't care. Uh. At one point, she's saying, like, where do you come from? He's like, where are you from? And she's like, Far away, where there are no hot dogs. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all these weird answers. And Mitch is like, okay. She sounds like she might Then have, guess might... what she says to him? What? This is so crazy. She says, because he says, where I come from, da 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 She says, well, where I come from, when someone saves you from drowning, you... Oh, I can't read my writing. Oh, no. When someone saves you from drowning, you something, and give them something wet. Gross. <laughs> what? And then gives him a kiss on the cheek, but I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. I love the 90s. How was the fashion in 92, by the way? It was bad. Not good bad? Not good bad like we had before. It's just bad now. Little Hobie, so cute. Hobie, uh... At one point, Hobie's, like, in love with this idea of... Hobie knows she's a princess, but he's keeping the secret. Hobie's a little liar, by the way. He keeps a little, a lot of shit <laughs> He lies in every episode, I found out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he has this weird... I thought it was... I wrote down, carousel dream sequence, sexual music power ballad. <laughs> I thought it was a dream sequence, and it was real. Hobie is on a carousel. Okay. He has the seatbelt on like a little wimp. <laughs> All I could get, I could not get past that Hobie had to wear a seatbelt on a carousel. <laughs> and he had a sword and he was acting like he, and I He's was like, like 13. Such a wimp. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a sexual <laughs> carousel ride power ballad. That's the name of my new album. <laughs> Sexual carousel, sexual carousel ride, and power ballad. Mitch Buchanan and the princess Kathy are like, whatever, kissing and sounds disgusting. It's terrible. At one point in this, what I thought was a sexual dream sequence, they get they get caught in candy, and they all take a bite at the same time. They go, Arr! who do you think? Who did you think in your mind was having this dream? I thought Obi was having a dream. But it was real. Um, oh, and then the song, the chorus, I, t- I wrote down the chorus words. How can this dream last forever? That was, that was the sexy power violin. So you thought it was a dream. I did. Um, anyways, Mitch gets buried in the sand. The security details show up. There's a, there's a, 
basically no one knew what love was until now. All this nonsense only for her to go back to where she, quote, came from because she had to reign over her people. Like, this is, like, half Disney, half, like, 80s trash. The episode, I'm sure you understand that in this episode, they all they all agreed that they could do a rematch of the race. I'm sure you know who wins. I don't even need to tell you. This was not a good episode. Okay. Was Is the homeless lifeguard still there? No, because now we're in episode three. I think maybe he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> um, there is more with him in season one that I'm going to go back and revisit. Okay. Because there's all kinds of stuff that happens with him. I'm going to predict he's going to be on drugs by the end. Well, I saw something about his schizophrenic brother coming and <laughs> causing a lot of trouble. Oh, God. Anyways, one thing I just want to say is if you don't remember how hot Pam Anderson was back in the day, it's amazing. Like, when she was, like, her fresh face. Yeah. Like, she was so pretty. Um... And she was only in the episode for, like, five minutes. Hasselhoff is, like, in every scene. I think that they figured that out eventually. And his hairy stomach just... Was there any slow motion running at this point? Yeah, he's... Slow just, motion just runs hop? in every... Yes. Just hop? They didn't figure uh, it out In yet. this episode, he ran and turned back, and he's looking at someone's butt. A girl's butt. <laughs> he's disgusting. I know. <laughs> and then he bends over on the beach, and he's got, like, a little bit of a belly... Like, he's got two rolls, and they're hairy. And I was like, that's sick. <laughs> he was gross. Oh, my God. When he was buried in the sand, <laughs> I thought he looked pretty good because it's just his face. <laughs> okay, oh, that's all. That's I it. I love Baywatch Watch. It's so good. Yeah. She's a princess from far away. Yeah. Um, approved right. denied. Lay it on me. I got some approved denieds for you. Okay, I'm going to start with the, there's uh, something, I want you to explain this to me. Okay. <laughs> My neighbor, <laughs> the lawnmower, I feel like the lawnmower is directly behind me. It is kind of directly behind <laughs> you. This guy, in his wardrobe for mowing is like really nice. He's Please just got me. a white t-shirt, okay. which a guy in just a plain white t-shirt, everything. Classic. Just jeans. Okay. And a belt. That sounds hot. Like, not... It sounds like it's temperature-wise hot. Um, yeah, but his, it looks like his yard is pretty shady. <coughs> but yeah, he's just going to go with the classic man outfit. Ooh, he's running over some loud stuff now. Okay, okay Maya, I'm ready for approved denied. <clears throat> Sorry. All right. Are you familiar with David Blaine? Oh, yes, I am. I'm confused about, about him. Okay. So is Harrison, he just said. I thought David Blaine was a musician. What? No. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a, <laughs> a magician. <laughs> I thought David Blaine was a magician. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> wow. I got what distracted by that. that? <laughs> Amy, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm okay, but I'm going to feed my fans. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> Do we need to pause? This is like our new <laughs> This is our new thing Harrison just ripped The headphones right off your head I need to get some like quick release Oh god Like the boat key That's uh, what I need Oh my god 
Oh, go away, buddy. Go away. <laughs> so, Jesus. Okay. David Blaine, the musician, go on. I thought he was a magician. Yeah, he is a musician. <laughs> I mean, magician. Okay, here's my pro- here's my issue with being confused. Is I feel like everything that he does is a public spectacle has nothing to do with magic. For example, yeah. remember when David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear? That's magic. David Blaine just took a giant balloon ride across the desert. <laughs> he he strapped himself to a bunch of balloons yeah. and floated. Yeah, remember when he hung upside down for like a long time? He hung upside down for a long time. And then he like sat in, oh, remember he got buried? He got buried alive? And then, he was underwater for a really yeah, long time. Yeah, that's not magic. So none of this, these things are magic. No, they're not magic. Is he a magician? Well, I thought he was a magi- magician. <laughs> I thought he did card. Like, I think he got started on the street well, he, doing weird card things. He does those specials where he, like, yeah. blows people's minds right. with close-up magic. Right. But then So he, then from there, he's taken it on to just do these, like... They're, like, stunts? Yeah, it's like a Houdini. But Houdini escaped oh, yeah, from the thing. Yeah, no, not Houdini. It's just like a stunt. Like he was really cold for a long time. Yeah, once. exactly. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so were we. We live in Minnesota. Big deal. <laughs> so is he a magician? I mean, I think he's... What would you call this? Spectacleist? Yeah. Okay. I think his roots are in magicianry. Yeah. But- I think I like David Blaine the magician better than I, I like. hate magician <laughs> remember when we took that class? it's magic it's magic was the name of the class you bet your sweet ass I do and we did tie-dye too I just recently told somebody about that and they said it what kind of school did you go to <laughs> that, there that was, was do you remember that what that was called that day no exploratory <laughs> remember <laughs> you get to pick all these different ideas so we took a class called It's Magic. Probably because we wanted to heckle. Because I think we both... No, I know why we took it. Because okay. we got into tie-dye, and then by the time everything else was filled up, by the time we had gotten into tie-dye, yeah. and It's Magic was the only thing left. Oh, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that makes sense. But we made the best of it. Oh, yeah. We were just heckling. We were heckling the entire we time. We were the skeptics. We, we were playing the role of the skeptics. We were helping. We were helping. Probably not, but (laughs) (laughs) the magician was probably like, listen, you two little shits. (laughs) Right. Um, So is is David Blaine riding on balloons? Well, I don't like him in general, and him and his pal David Copperfield are kind of rapey. (laughs) Because you you hate magicians. I hate magicians, and David Copperfield is kind of rapey. Oh, didn't he? Yes. Yes. Okay, I heard that recently. And David Blaine... Also problematic. Doug Henning? What's that? <laughs> He's a magician. He was a famous magician. I don't know, but I think some of these guys think that they're going to make everyone's clothes disappear. <laughs> if you know what I mean, Maya. <laughs> so magicians are denied. Magicians are denied, and David Blaine is also denied for just doing uncomfortable stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's, I have two... <laughs> The dogs are going nuts and just trying to attacking Amy. With I mean, it. the beach is like we've got Mitch Buchanan in his boat race over here. We've got some wild beasts. They are wild beasts. 
trying to catch another beast. Okay, so I have two fast food items. One, Taco Bell is eliminating more items off of their menu. Uh One of which is the Mexican pizza. Uh Which I was unaware that they had pizza. Did you know that Taco Bell had a Mexican pizza? You've never had the Mexican pizza? No. Oh my god. Have you had the Mexican pizza? I've had several Mexican pizzas in my day, and I love the Mexican pizza. So, and it's a, it's, I'm just going to say it. It's a fan favorite for a lot of people. Do you think they're eliminating all these things so that when they bring some of them back, it can be like a big... Bingo, Maya. We we heard you. We heard your sadness about the Mexican pizza. Bingo, Maya. This is what we call a stunt in the biz. (laughs) This is what we call a stunt, and they're doing a, a great job. And how do we know it's a stunt? Because they're trickling out these cancellations. Yes. You know, as soon as the die, as soon as the outrage dies down, they say a few things. Next thing that's going to be the chili cheese burrito, which is clearly everyone's favorite. Didn't they just get? Didn't they already get rid of? No, they no. got rid of the cheese burrito, which was my favorite Taco Bell menu item. And the seven layer layer burrito. Yeah, I'm fine with that, but. Tyler's upset about it. Yeah, they're going to bring it all back, and that's just going to be their big, like, thing. So, are they approved for being smart? Marketing? Yeah. Okay. I like I, I like marketing things. I think it worked, because I'm like, maybe I want to try that taco pizza. There you go. Um, Travis Scott will have a new McDonald's meal named after him. What's it called? Oh, it was called something, and I can't remember. Well, you know... Any, everything he does is just like his fans are nuts. Do you want to know what's in it? Oh yeah, it's a very specific meal. Ready? Okay, what is it? It's a quarter pounder with cheese, Travis Scott style, which means they add bacon and lettuce. Okay. <laughs> um, fries that come with barbecue sauce. Uh, okay. <laughs> and a sprite with ice, and it said, "Oh yeah, at, ask for lots of ice." Okay. Okay. To which I'm like, no, I want more Sprite. Okay, so, again, <clears throat> looking at this through the lens of marketing. <laughs> oh, no. Looking at this through the lens of marketing, McDonald's understands that everything Travis Scott touches turns to lots of do-re-mi. Yeah. So they're like, okay, they've obviously identified a target audience. Yeah. And decided who do, who do these people love? Travis Scott. Yeah. There you go. What would be in your McDonald's if there was like an Amy mm. branded McDonald's meal? Mm. I don't even know, honestly. What would be yours? Well, oh. I don't really have like a favorite. I don't go there that much anymore. I used to love the all-American meal. Me too. That was my favorite. Two hamburgers, fries, and a Coke. But No, were- all-American meal is just a ham- one hamburger, one, hamburger, one fry, and, and a one Coke. Coke. Yeah. So I typically will get like a Happy Meal nowadays because it's kind of like the all-American meal. And yeah. I just still look, like getting the toy. My, I mean, if you were to say like, what is the thick, my meal would just be two hamburgers yeah. and a Coke. Yeah. That's not that exciting. No. Like, I don't know what I could do to jazz that up for people. When I was more hungry than ever right after Super Bowl, when I was like doing so much stuff, <laughs> doing the most for yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. I had a hamburger, a fry and a Coke. And that's like, if I'm starving, that is like a great thing. Well, I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have a partnership with McDonald's. Like, that's not my, I don't know if that's, like, my favorite no. thing to get. Like, what's your favorite, if you were going to have a fast food partnership? Mmm. 
I think I would have a, here's the thing. Here's my sandwich that I get. Let's just say it's Herbert's and Gerbert's or Jimmy John's okay. or Big Mike's or whatever. They're all the same. Don't at, don't at me. They are the same. <laughs> Why do you think the numbers of the menus line up? The tuna number six over here is the same as the same as the same. I get the vegetarian sandwich minus the cheese minus the mayonnaise. So right now in your sandwich, you have lettuce, mm-hmm. tomato, mm-hmm. and cucumber. Cucumber. Okay. They forgot the cucumbers yesterday. Lettuce, tomato, cucumber, and a, like a guacamole spread or like an mm-hmm. avocado spread. Okay. Then I add onions. Mm, okay. And then I add sometimes hot peppers or banana peppers. Okay. I get the sauce, which is like an oil and vinegar sauce. Yep. And the oregano. That's my sandwich. So that would be like. Yeah, there you go. The Maya sandwich. Yeah. I don't really think I have something like that because I, I just, I don't really like covet I can find something I like at every place. Yeah. But I, I don't have like a, I mean, at Herbert's and Gerbert's or whatever, any of those places, I get the Turkey Tom. And that's already called the Turkey Tom. <laughs> so I don't think they want to call it the Turkey Amy, unless they want to call it the Turkey Ricky or the Ricky the Turkey after the Kincaid's turkey. Oh, uh, I don't know about the barbecue sauce with the, the fries. I don't like barbecue sauce. I do, but not with fries. Okay. Um, well, that's all I have for approved denied. What did we learn this week? First of all, we learned you gotta. We learned that out gotta, here <laughs> is you never know. One minute you're just sitting here, and the next minute you're whipped off your headphones. <laughs> the dog is ripping off your headphones and smashing into equipment. And it looks like it's clouding up. It's probably gonna rain. If we've learned that sauce doing sauce on deck isn't unpredictable it's full of hazards and you can't really control the environment not like you can in the podcast studio and we also learned that if there's a person that tells you they've never had a hot dog before and they come from somewhere far away they're most likely a princess yeah and if you ask them a hundred times more about themselves and they just keep evading you there's probably more to the story actually you should probably put your boner away and find out (laughs) okay you might want to find out what you're getting yourself involved with. I don't care how much Hobie has a sexual fantasy of your family. <laughs> I don't care that you all enjoyed one big cone of cotton and candy together. That's fine. That's fine. What happens when the cotton candy is gone? Okay? And the kidnappers have shown up. It's not good. Oh, God. I love it. All, all right. right. High five. High five. Virtual distance high five.